0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Star Wars Universe Podcast. Today we are wrapping up our coverage of The Book of Boba Fett by covering episode 7. We're talking about Chekhov's rancor showing up. We're talking about you cannot keep a good uh, Wookiee down. We're talking about a lot of interesting things and a-, a title character who shows up in his own show. Fancy that. All that more after a commercial break. We have no controller. Welcome back. This is Matthew, your host. I'm joined again by Paul Hoppy and Ashley Coffin, Uh, folks. I'm glad we can kind of get back together to wrap up our coverage of this uh, pretty interesting (laughs) TV show. Back together.
1: Back together again for the finale, (laughs) just like in every season of anything Star Wars puts out on Disney (laughs) Plus.
0: Yes, yes. By the way, mark your calendars. Uh, Mark twenty fifth, May twenty fifth. We were just announced today. The uh, Obi Wan TV show will be coming out. So. Uh, we'll be chatting about who's going to be on that and have a lot of fun I there. thought you but were going to
2: just spit some gospel. Start. You were like, Mark 25th. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the gospel of Obi-Wan is still being written, but that is a different topic for a different day. So uh, I haven't had either of you on for a couple of episodes. Um, what Before we kind of jump into episode seven, let me just kind of start with what have you all thought about the show up till now?
2: Um, well, now that Mando came in and I don't think I've, I, did we do, we did one with, uh, the first Mando coming back episode. And, um, I mean, I can't not love it. I think it does add to the story. And I feel like I remember them saying that this Ahsoka and Mando were all going to kind of tie into each other. So I'm not too surprised by it, um, but there are some things I have some questions about, like, Luke. I mean, I thought only a Sith, de- like, delivers ultimatums or whatever.
1: How th- <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's going on?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that quote is literally a Jedi making Absolute. a... Um, that's speaking it. Speaking in that's absolutes, it. right? <laughs> Obi-Wan, that's... Um, yeah, I uh, I loved the musical cue at the end of episode four. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought it was a little odd that episode 5 was just like Mando season 2.5 yeah. episode 1, you know. Um it was a good episode. It wasn't my favorite, but it was like good. Um, him mostly. cutting himself and... with a lightsaber
2: was the most real thing I've ever seen anyone do in Star Wars <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> right <laughs> well yeah I, I, I enjoyed in this episode too that he like, still doesn't really know exactly right. how to use it right it's like it does take a lot of training and discipline and you know he's got discipline but not a lot of training in that regard um, episode 6 felt to me like something that I wanted to really love but it didn't totally mm-hmm. do it for me like, I didn't hate it, but it just, um, it was just kind of like, okay. And it it feels to me like, they, they made an inter- interesting choice in the overall season, I think, of not doing this, like, cutting everything up really piecemeal. Right? Like, they could have had Mando cut in at other points instead of just doing a whole Mando episode. Right? <clears throat> right? And they could have had the whole training with you know luke training grogu could have not just been all in one episode they could have peppered it throughout different episodes i thought that like i'm gonna
2: say hmm. we in the past have complained about them jumping back and forth in stories and prefer just a full story
0: yeah
1: yeah and that's sort of where i'm i'm going with this that like i like the idea of doing it this way no no i mean that's kind of my point but then my point is also like I don't know, sometimes be careful what yeah. you wish for. Like, <laughs> I really did like the way they chopped up the backstory. Not, you know, it's like back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth. Each episode was kind of half one thing, half another. I think I might have liked if these two episodes, like five and six, were more half Mando and half Boba. As opposed to like all Mando. And then the next one was like maybe 75%. Mm-hmm. Um, Mando or Grogu and like 25%. Okay, now we're back on, on Tatooine for a moment. It's also funny that like the episode with Luke, like they're they're in, in Tatooine a little bit, but yeah. like Luke's not, <laughs> you know, it being, you know, <laughs> a a a very relevant planet for Luke. Um So yeah, it 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 didn't quite fire on all cylinders mm. for me, but I overall yeah. enjoyed each episode. Like there was no episode that was like, oh, I hate this. It was just kind of like I was sort of like, mm, I don't yeah. know about this rhythm.
0: It's funny because I remember when um, actually not, uh, actually, you were in part of the conversations with Paul when you and I were talking about some of the Defenders shows. Like sometimes we would have some frustration that like, OK, why isn't Jessica Jones showing up now? You know, and yeah. the yeah. an extent to which I, I feel like having a story where. It's about Boba Fett, and then it's about, like, it's about all these people coming together to help Boba Fett on Tatooine. And so going off with Mando, in terms of his journey to get there, makes sense for that story. And then what I always hear folks saying is, oh, but it's called The Book of Boba Fett, so it should be all about Boba Fett. Do you think we would feel differently if this had been called The Mandalorian, colon, The Book of Boba Fett? You know, or just like, you know... Adventures After the Empire, season three. Because I, I feel like You're a lot of right. the concern I hear is like, well, it's Boba Fett's show, so it should be Boba Fett. And to me, that that doesn't make any sense. Like I, I and, and part of this is also, I was not a huge Boba Fett fanboy, so I haven't been waiting 30 years to get every moment with him that I can, and I respected <laughs> those who are. But I guess to me, like if you just ignore the fact that it's called The Book of Boba Fett, like it made sense to me to spend that much time I would have spent less time with Luke and Grogu on on that planet. But like having Boba Fett not be in two episodes, given that, as you said, this is an overall story of all these stories tying together. To me, that feels fine.
2: Yeah, especially with how much people were complaining, like how dare you complain and cry that the show was slow or you didn't, you know, weren't enjoying it as much. And then when Mando comes, you're like, where's Boba Fett? Like, well, you can't have, you know, this isn't always Burger King. You can't always have it your way. (laughs) Like, pick and choose your lane. Like, I enjoyed all of it as a whole. And I feel like when Mando showed up, it did kind of add to it. And then they had Grogo. And then they had Ahsoka. And and then Luke. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do with myself because I'm super excited about all this stuff. And I'm glad that we got it in this because I didn't think we were going to get it for so long.
1: Mm. Yeah. And then they piled Cad Bane into that same episode, too. That guy, um, that, okay, that, was, that
2: guy, I remember from the three episodes of Clone yes, Wars I watched. Right. So those tubes in his face are so he can't get choked, choke, or force choked, right?
1: Sure, I don't know. <laughs> I I why have no I recollection of, because of, <laughs> you Did only watched just... three episodes and not 180 <laughs> I mean, episodes.
0: Actually, probably Maybe. the reason I don't why know. is because I'm guessing some super fan wrote in, to you at the mcu cast to be like how dare you people (laughs) not know what cat bane's tubes were because paul because um jeff mentioned it for some weird reason or something i you know i i certainly never heard that idea but
2: how dare you? I knew that myself as a person from watching the thing because I thought that was cool. So they mentioned
1: it in the Clone Wars. Okay. Then, I yeah. yeah. I, I, interesting. That would have I, been a more important time. I hooked time on to, have to that,
2: that. Yeah. and I was like, what a good idea. Like, yeah, now you can't get force choked by anybody in a place where force choking is a right. thing that definitely, is a problem. Definitely.
0: Well, that's all. No, I don't remember that at all, but I, I totally take your word for it. So that that's cool.
2: Yeah. Don't though. Somebody Paul, <laughs> what about, do Paul, what about you? What, do
0: you? Do you think <laughs> people would feel differently or would you feel differently if the show had had a different name?
1: So I, I think in future series, like n- this is the first time right. they did this, right? And I think the first time you do it, like people don't have an expectation that you're going to do something exactly right. like that. And so I think a lot of times when people like something or don't like something, sometimes it's just most of the time, maybe it's on its own merits, but sometimes it's that somebody has a certain mm-hmm. expectation and that that expectation isn't met or you get a big surprise that like exceeds right. expectations, Right. And so here, I think not having an expectation, like when Mando showed up, I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get some Mando here. And then it's like, oh, we're still here. Okay. And now we're building a <laughs> ship and we're going to be doing this for 20 yeah. Okay. You know, and, and so to me, it was like that I had certain expectations. I, I do love the idea of, I mean, kind of what I like is, is having different shows that are focused on their own little corner of the universe and then kind of bringing characters in this felt a little bit less like that and more like we're just going to have another you know this episode felt kind of like a coda to um Mandalorian season two where it's like okay we kind of have to show like what he's actually up to after he doesn't have Grogu Grogu with him and um and then we have to kind of show what Grogu's up to and now we can kind of bring Mandalorian back into Book of Boba Fett and because they sort of left him at such a um a climactic point at the end of season two right and it was like we don't know what he's gonna do next and um so i didn't dislike it it just like it it just wasn't it felt a little like out of tempo to me and unexpected not entirely in a um you know and some of it's just like what was in the episode like i liked what was in the episode but it wasn't like oh yes you know i I know i think you felt a little differently right and so i think it's just gonna play differently
0: yeah i mean in terms of episode six you mean yeah,
1: I meant in terms okay, of episode yeah. 5 but, but yeah, yeah, episode six 5 I absolutely awesome. loved all of
0: episode 6 I had some problems with, I I, I mm-hmm. kind of think I remember when we talked about the last episode of Mando season 2 we said that one reason why Luke was so effective was that he was such a small appearance, and I kind of thought like, right. A we're, we're past the uncanny, uncanny eh. we are now past the uncanny valley point where it, I, I, I feel comfortable with that, I'm just like cast an actor if we're going to use him that much mm-hmm. Um, but it also feels like it's wearing off a bit, but anyway, so putting all that aside, let's talk now about episode seven and i there's a lot of things to get into, but I wanted to just start by this uh, and it's mostly for Paul, but Ashley as well uh depending on how well you have memorized the uh movie desperado Paul, <laughs> yes. Did, did, there, yes there's, that, there's yeah, one particular was shot that is like a shot for shot exactly the thing as desperado did you did you catch that as well?
1: i mean the the whole just that whole sequence of them coming out felt very much mm-hmm. like you know yeah. um
2: robert he got his gun sequence yeah. like he got exactly yeah what he and, and
1: like it felt like with kino with the the rocket launcher mm-hmm. and yeah it felt yes, very much it like was that so
0: amazing. yeah i'm totally good the thing that felt to me like an exact almost like a replica of the same shot was there's a scene in desperado where the the young apprentice to to the to the villain is like up on a <clears throat> rooftop and he gets shot and then he kind of like falls off the oh. building, shooting as he's falling. And then there was right, some, right. like, Pike who did the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah, And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. You, you have that in your bag yeah. of tricks. You wanted to show us that again. That, that's <laughs> a fun dynamic. Go
2: for it. It was even more Once Upon a Time in Mexico, though, with, mm-hmm. like, the group working together. With the two of them, just, like, the, the camera is just circling them while they're working together in sync. And it was just... Perfect. And I was waiting for, like, they made some choices this episode. I was like, okay, Disney, let's get dark. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Um, I I just, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, Paul, what about you? What's your uh, feeling on the episode?
1: I, I mostly enjoyed it. Like, I, I don't have any huge complaints. Like, there was a moment when I was like, oh, are they just going to kill everyone off? Okay. Um, I know, you know, but that's
2: like, that brings, like, the tension.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, um. <laughs> like, it, it does, I guess for some people, for me, it doesn't necessarily feel super, um, like that's actually kind of my least favorite part in Desperado is like when he calls up his friends, his friends come to this one, you know, showdown Mm -hmm. and then they both immediately get killed basically. I'm just (laughs) like, okay, I could do without that. But like, um, but yeah, the, the action felt very Robert Rodriguez, you Mm know, um, and, yeah, you know, it felt like there were stakes. And, and then when, um, you know, Chrysanthemum showed up again, it's like, oh, okay. So, you know, he's fine. Like, the the Gamorians probably didn't survive the drop.
2: Yeah, yep. they were the only ones. Yeah. that. That's when I was mm. like, dang, Disney. Wow. Yeah.
1: For a moment, though, I was like, oh, are you just killing off all the non-humans? Like, mm, not cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I definitely had but... a couple
0: moments when the Rancor was shot. And I was like, oh, are Ashley and I doing this episode alone? Because if the Rancor huh? dies, I think we're doing the like, episode oh, alone no
1: i would i would oh. I would just like rant about it, but um yeah. but yeah the you know the i i felt like it took a while for the rancor to show up uh-huh. and and that's the thing where like I feel like they wanted to make it clear in episode three that that was going to be a thing but then mm-hmm. i felt like episode six they could have had some like you know cut in give us a little more danny trejo like training yeah. they could have showed him training boba fett to ride the rancor while they're showing luke training grogu you know like cut some training scenes back and forth like <laughs> if they were going to cut in more mm-hmm. i feel like that actually would have been a pretty good opportunity to, to yeah, do something like that
0: could that. be a fun montage I, I think that's kind of how i feel about the overall episode like they they wrapped up the story in a way that i felt fine about. They did they didn't do any of the things that i was afraid of in terms of like killing off a whole bunch of people or having the rank die or some other things like that. Although i do think that introducing one of the best villains from the animated show into live action and then killing him off is a mm-hmm. like marvel level mistake of mistreating a villain. So i was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, John mm-hmm. John John Favreau stop giving Filoni those ideas." Um <laughs> But yeah, like I, I felt like I felt like the first couple episodes set up so much, and then the last episode paid them off. But there was none of the like connecting bits in between. You know, there was like right. I wanted to see more of the politics on Tatooine. I wanted to see more of, you know, the development of all this stuff. Um, <laughs> especially because, like, so you know, we kind of went back and forth on this, and I think uh, I, I, you know, Paul, you were right, I was wrong that the part that felt like dances with wolves, like the writers knew that and they were, the whole point was to right. set it up so that, um, you know, Boa Fett felt like he, he screwed up because he got these Tuscans killed <clears throat> and like ignoring them for the rest of the story doesn't feel great, but, but fair enough. But if part of the idea is that he kind of has learned this lesson of like, I need to be a lot more careful about like fighting the battles for people who I don't really fully understand all the details yet. the, <laughs> I I don't feel like he learned that lesson. I, like and and like no, no. I I kind of loved that him and Fennec were just wildly overconfident. Like they thought they had all this under control and they didn't. Right. But like, there's a moment where he's just talking about how like this is my city and these are my people. I have to protect them. And I was just thinking, who said? Like a, a couple <laughs> of kids on bikes want you to help protect them. But like, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching your rancor wreck house throughout the streets, right. and the spice trade's not good. But I don't know if everyone would have in town would have said like, "Yeah,
1: let's 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 do this." It- well, th- the thing is, like, it <laughs> felt like the townspeople all just disappeared. Yeah, you know, which
2: they were going to get their <laughs> right.
1: Like, it's better than when in, like, every DC cartoon ever, like, there's just tons of civilians standing around in the town while, you know, while there are these, these like, beasts, but like, there's, like, an alien invasion, and you're like, don't you want to <laughs> go somewhere else, you know? Like, you know.
2: So much of that happened during the episode for me when, like, uh, the Wookiee was, or yeah, Chris was getting shot. Yeah by the things and everyone is just watching. Or when the uh, machine was shooting the Rancor and everyone again is just watching, like, shoot the Mm -hmm. thing. It doesn't have a force field anymore. What are you all doing?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there's, yeah, there's some, like, complaints about sort of the action there, right? And and not, I don't know, it not feeling totally like a, a town, but like, or like them not, I don't know. It it felt kind of unlived in to me mm-hmm. for for a while, you know. Yeah, and it had felt very lived in earlier, and then in the in the end, it feels very lived in again. It's like oh, okay. I mean, I guess they just all ran away, and like that's the smart thing. To Everybody do.
2: died in the right. whorehouse. Right. Yeah,
1: I guess that that just got blown up. <laughs> like, um, which that scene actually annoyed me too because I'm like, it is so frightfully obvious. That these pikes are here to blow you up. Like, what are you all doing? Yeah. Like, that's just a a pet peeve of mine. But, like, um, but, yeah, to your point, Matthew, like, it did feel like Boba Fett didn't totally learn that lesson, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, on the other hand, I mean, he did get buy-in from some people. Mm -hmm. But it's it's weird because it's like, yeah, here's this city. And the the pikes have been, (laughs) like, they weren't always there, right? Right. They weren't there, like, in the days of Luke there, as far as we know, right? They're more recently there. Probably after the Empire left, then they're like, oh, well, we can run Spice through Tatooine Mm because the Empire's not there, you know, asking, uh, looking for these two droids or whatever. But um, now we can bring our two bigger droids. But, yeah, it it does (laughs) feel like... I mean, at the end, I think Boba Fett was like, you know, what are we doing here, sort of, right? um, And I, I kind of wish that the Tuscans had come back into it. I will say that they made a nice um, point at the end for him to stab Cad Bane with the gaffy stick. Yeah. I th-
2: Well, that's what I was going to say. He, he had to take everything he learned from then. And that's what caused him to survive right. that. Uh,
1: yeah. And so, like, he learned as a fighter, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe he didn't learn, like you know, maybe don't insert yourself into local politics and then start a war that, like, maybe is going to get a bunch of people killed who weren't asking for said war.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I think I kind of agree with both of you. And on some level, especially, like, there's always that thing where it's like, if the writers know they're doing this, that's cool. If they don't, I have some questions. I mean, one way I think you can walk away from the show feeling is, like, there's been this kind of, like, cult... I don't want to say that. There's been this kind of, like, just... The, the people who love Boba Fett... Have, you know, the joke is often, like, he has, like, three minutes of screen time in the entire tr- original trilogy. And then, yes, in the comics, and then, and, then, and then, like, child Boba, there's some great stuff. And I, I did like how they played that... Uh, paid that off with, with Cad Bane and and, and the, his history with Boba. But I, I think you'd walk away from this being, like, actually, Boba Fett is a pretty decent bounty hunter who was... Able to like fi- figure out Han Solo's plan once and is a good fighter and not the best planner and not the best strategist and just kind of a, a guy. And like maybe right. he's not like, you know, the end all be all of Bamphs. And and I kind of <laughs> like that, though I'm sure I'm going to get a whole bunch of angry emails about that. Um, good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good. You know, more engagement. But like, yeah, what, what like, how do you feel kind of when you end this show? What's your overall feeling about Boba? For
2: me, I'm glad he killed oh. that guy. <laughs> what? That, oh, the cat bang. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, you hear that he is this, you know, I'm glad he killed him. I thought he was going to let him live. And I was like, don't let that guy live. That is a bad <laughs> that is idea. That is a bad. Yeah. Oh, good. He killed him. you don't let that guy live
1: there's like this narrative of like boba fett being like too soft Mm -hmm. in this and like okay when he's like well if you all just remain neutral we'll be good and then like for him to actually expect them to remain neutral it's like (laughs) boba boba you probably you know could have thought that one through a little bit more but like i don't know i recently rewatched return of the jedi boba goes out like a punk in that yeah like He's, you know, it's like it's he, he's not covered in glory. I mean, he's he's covered in the internal acids <laughs> of the the sarlacc, right? Yeah. But, so oh. like it, it, this idea, this like mythos of Boba Fett being this like, um, you know, this epically amazing bounty hunter. It's like that maybe in some of the extended universe stuff, mm-hmm. that's that's the case, right? But in terms of the you know the the movies and even the the Clone Wars TV show. In the Clone Wars TV show, when he's a kid, he is very—he's like, yeah, I'll blow up Mace Windu. You know, I want right. to kill that guy. But like, he's like, oh, I don't want to kill these people or these people or these kids that I was hanging out with. Right? Yeah. Like, he's he he's not presented as this just totally heartless killer. And I and so I feel like actually Boba Fett in this like showed some growth, but also was consistent with who he had been before. And and like. I don't know, like, what show were you watching if you think this guy was super soft all the time? Yeah. Like, he just killed the entire biker gang without even talking to any of them, right? right. He's like, "I'm just going to gun all <laughs> of them down." Here at the end, he runs Cad Bane through. Um, which, which, you know, whether th- there's we other- found
0: out, I mean, the biker gang were not like saints, but like, they didn't do they, the thing. They didn't that- even do it, yeah. Like, so like- yeah,
1: and he just killed all of them. Yeah, like, Oops. fine, but like, what? that's soft you know he's he's trying to make allies yeah. as he goes yeah. along like you can't just kill everyone that you ever have a disagreement with then you have no one working for it for you that's one of my biggest like villain um trope complaints is like when the villain always has to kill one of their own minions to show how bad they are it's like how bad they are at their job yeah like <laughs> you know that's not good for worker yeah. morale that's not gonna <laughs> get you you know a, a good army like you you need sure like you you aren't always going to forgive everyone for everything all the time. But like, if you just go around killing everybody, like there's not going to be anybody left to work for you. Like he's trying to build something in this show. That's very clear, right? He has this idea of what he wants to build. He's not great at it, but like he kills people when they need killing, yeah. you know? And speaking of which, um, you know, master assassin felt super, super accurate at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, how he introduced Fennec.
2: Yes. I was like, "How does she get into Because she's a that master room? assassin.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's such
2: a beast. Because at first I, I was like, so "How much.
0: is Boba doing this?" And then it clicked that it was Fennec, not Boba. And like, yeah, again, the book of Boba Fett. You'd think the final coup de grace against the the enemies would be delivered by Boba, but no, it's Fennec. And and yeah. I I love that for her and I, and, mm-hmm. and and for him because that's one case where he's like, "Yeah, I'm delegating." Like, <clears throat> right? Because also, again, like like last yeah. episode, she does all the planning. Like, so much of the strategy mm-hmm. is. Is come up by her. It's just him get like well, and again, their strategy gets totally punked because they trust the wrong people.
2: Right. Um, which, yeah. Which
0: even that, I I can see a way to make it sense in that if Boba has been this person who has been me against everyone all the time, you know, he has never trusted anyone, and now he's part of this group, the Tuskins, and he learns to trust and he learns to believe in community. And so maybe he hasn't quite found the middle ground yet, you know? <laughs> right, So right, it's like, right. oh, okay. I didn't trust people enough. I should. Cool. These crime families are saying they'll be neutral. <laughs> I'll trust them. Um, yeah. I'll trust everybody. It's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. Experience. Exactly. Experience. He overcorrected,
1: and Fennec was there to bring him back, be like, you know, Bobo, we really should yes. kill all of these guys who betrayed yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. And even vice versa, when... Uh, Bane was like, let's have our shootout now. She's like, no, no, no. Exactly. No, no, no. They don't choose. We do. Let's Let's...
1: be smart, you know, not emotional. (laughs) Definitely. And and at the end, I was a little disappointed that, like, there was no... Not not really disappointed, but, like, that Fennec and, and... Bane never saw each other. Mm, that's true. Because like they did have that great fight in that she one thing. She saw him. Oh, right. they did. She did see him. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That they'd never had any. That there, there wasn't any kind of um, recognition, sort of. Yeah, a, that's that they like, had had actually like one of the better animated fights in. Yeah, in the bad Star Wars batch. stuff. Yeah.
2: Well, it felt when Boba and him first met. Like I knew what little I knew from from watching the show that they had met before, but it didn't come off really Mm -hmm. well in the show. When they first met, not until the end, uh, you know, when they were talking to each other when he was shooting Boba, did it, like, click for Ken that they knew? He was like, wait a minute, they knew each other? I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, they really didn't do it well when they first were having their standoff, like, ah, you, I used to know you, blah, 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 or anything like that. Um, So for the non-Star Wars lore fan... Uh, it, and that's it was helpful a little I, th- I think until
0: now the show has been doing a fairly good job of, you know, when it brings in those things from the lore, it, it doesn't leave folks who don't know the lore missing something. Whereas here, because, yeah, like right. the Cad Bane young Boba Fett dynamic was fantastic. And I'm so glad they mentioned it. But, yeah, they maybe should have done a little more. And I think that's also part of why I'm sad he died. And and kind of, like, you know, to be clear, actually, like, I, I think you're right. In that situation, for the character Mando to not kill him would be a terrible mistake. Oh, I just... I, Boba, thank you. Right. Same armor. Um, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> quite the same, I know. But... but that little but, yeah, shiny, but, like,
2: little polished. Because
0: one of the things that happens in, in his earlier shows is that he always, always has some like very well-thought-out escape plan. And so that's mm. how he like can always... Because he gets defeated a lot, but he always gets away. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, given that like there's mm-hmm. there's an un, unknown you know stuff that with him and Fennec that hasn't really been resolved. Given there's a lot more stuff with him and Boba that hasn't gone on in, into, and just that he's such a good character, I, I was a little sad to see him die.
2: Well, doesn't he? He knows Obi Wan too. When Obi Wan was doing his thing that Tim McGraw did when he pretended to be a, like a different country music singer, he's like, I'm not Tim McGraw, I'm this <laughs> emo guy. Didn't what what it what was it that uh, Obi Wan oh, was like, Obi-Wan pretending was to be bounty hunter for like right yeah. And there's some competition yeah. to see like who got
1: to go beyond Bounty Hunter Idol or whatever.
2: Yeah. So I <laughs> I remember when he was walking up in episode six, I guess, when he killed Timothy Oliphant, which I'm very excited about. Did you watch about, the post um,
1: oh. He's scene? No, um, I didn't, he's in a Bacta he tank. he's in the Bakta tank.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Well they get when so they showed up there and they were like, We gotta defend him. Yeah. Right. Why would they lie? Wait, what? When the group came yeah. from from the new Freetown, yeah. why did they tell them that he was dead? They were like, oh. they shot him dead in the street.
1: They she shot him in cold blood. I think I think it was a little vague the way they said it. It mm-hmm. implied that he was dead. Also, I think he was like mostly dead, you know.
2: So it's like a TBD thing. Yeah,
1: it was sort of like eh, okay. he's not doing well. Like if he didn't yeah. get the box to tank, and then you see the um <laughs> uh, the the guy who fixed up Fennec, mm-hmm. the the moderate, what's his name? What's he's called? The moderate. Ch- right, so he he shows up and he's gonna you know replace some of the innards, I think. Yeah. Um, of of.
2: Is that Vance. who that guy was in the cutscene for this one?
1: Yeah, at the end. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. And, and it's, it's funny because there I, the sec I I kind of had to go back and rewind it because at first I didn't recognize that it was uh, Oliphant that it was uh, Cobb Vance because I so badly wanted it to be Cad Bane. And I was like, oh. no, that's not Blue. Who cares? Okay, right, actually, right, that's right.
2: cool who that is. <laughs> so speaking of Blue, when he was walking up, Ken's like, who's this? I was like, I don't know. He looks like a cowboy. I was like, let me tell you something, though. If he's Blue, it's probably bad. Because I thought it was Admiral whatever. Oh, okay. oh Ron. Ron. Yeah, and then I was like, but why is he in a cowboy? This is really weird. And then he was Blue. So I was like, oh, no, he's Blue. He's like, who is it? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, but you said if he was Blue, he was bad. I was like, I know that blue means bad at this point in Star Wars. And other than that, I have no other
0: information yeah. for you. I, I think what they're doing is I think they are doing kind of, like they're going to have the Ahsoka show um, and maybe in the Ahsoka show or maybe something else. Like they're kind of eventually going to get to a kind of Defenders type thing where Thrawn is the the Thanos or the That'll supporting weaver of this universe, you know. Um Oof.
2: I love a team up, you know. That's honestly probably why I liked us. I knew all of this was right. leading up to one giant right. team up. And I honestly thought that Grogu was going to come through with the X Wing and he was going to take out mm-hmm. the uh, Scorpion Walker thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been Just, hilarious. Pew, 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 <laughs> pew, 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 that's what I thought. I, or R2 was yeah, going to yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah. And that didn't happen. I was disappointed. Or, you
0: know, Traffic Cop, Paulson Young Lee. Uh, uh, we're going to get him. That's who I thought it was first. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: that was my first guess. But then there was no one in the cockpit. It was like, oh, that's, right. that's not him.
0: That's yeah. strange. All right. So, what else? What other uh, kind of things about the episode that people are liked or didn't like?
1: I've.
2: I don't. I don't like that Grogu had some ultimatum, but obviously he picked to not take Yoda's lightsaber. And I'm sorry, but I thought Yoda's lightsaber was destroyed. Are we just gonna yeah, be like that's, that didn't
0: happen? Kind of been retconned a bit, but like, I mean, there are so many lightsabers that were theoretically that's destroyed okay. or lost that have now been rescued again. That like.
1: Yeah. When when was it destroyed in Revenge of the Sith? Was that like actually a scene, or
2: the guy who the Twilight guy who worked for Darth Sidious I thought was there, like with throwing all of the lightsabers into an incinerator oh. or something.
1: Where in in Revenge of the Sith, I'm Se- not the yeah, one no, to ask. ask. Okay, no, 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 no,
2: I think it was the animated something. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I saw someone reference the fact that we got to see, that we saw Yoda's lightsaber be destroyed at some point, but I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly when. But I, I think just all lightsabers have LoJack on them, like you know, like <laughs> like Bespin is an entirely cloud planet that that Luke fell into, and yet it was still found somehow. So. Wait, is it a
1: cloud planet or it's cloud city? The city's in the clouds, but Bespin is a planet beneath it.
0: From what I've read, and this was from the novelization that may not be canon. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a gas planet, you know?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That seems like it would be hard to get that lightsaber back.
0: But, you know, who knows?
1: Although, didn't it fall into, did it, it fell and Luke fell, right? But that doesn't mean it fell out of the city.
0: It, it fell. You see him like reach for it and, and miss it and falls just down into the clouds at the end of oh, empire okay. i think okay um Oops. Oh. one like little thing that i just really loved because again i mean I, religion stories are what i care about I, I really like where mando is right now in terms of you know he's been raised by in the creed and he's come to realize that maybe the people in the creed are like not the best um especially because like and we, we talked about this a little bit ashley like you know all the things that that we learned that maybe he doesn't know but like these folks were connected to some of the really bad people on Mandalore. Right. Yeah. But that he's not doing the light. And, and then they threw him out because he took off his helmet and they never even asked him why. It would be very easy for him to just be like, okay, Boba, I'm with you now. Like this is cool armor, nothing else. But he's not. He he still is a believer. He's still locked in, into this religion in a way that I I I really like for his character. And I think we're probably gonna keep seeing that evolve over the next couple seasons, and I'm I'm glad for that.
2: I wish that more religious followers would look to him for guidance. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you can, that may, Maybe the things you're taught by your leadership are not always true. Yeah. Uh,
2: but you can still believe exactly what you believe. Exactly. And nobody can take that away from yeah. you. And, and so,
0: yeah, I like—I I really like the scene with him and Boba where Boba's like, do you still believe all that? Well, okay, good. You know, and like yeah. he used think about like, okay, well, you, do you want to leave or do you want to die with honor? Cool, we'll die with honor. and. He's not being sarcastic there. He's like, okay, that that's a perfectly reasonable choice.
1: I guess
2: <laughs> I would disagree with that as a
1: reasonable choice, but you know, it's a choice. It's a choice. Um,
2: I mean, would you choose to abandon him?
1: No, but I would be like, I'm not going to die. Leave. I got a dark saber.
2: What, what if go you didn't custom- know how to use. Yeah, it? Well that,
1: I would, I would definitely have spent more time learning to use that dark saber. That's a, as Indeed. soon as I got that thing, I'd be like, "This is what we do now. Yeah. We train with this." Well, I, I might have said, "Can so I go never... with you, Mister Jedi?" I got see, yeah, I, I got one of these. I, I might have said, "Ahsoka, like,
0: how, how about like, we're just sitting here waiting for Luke? You want to maybe show me some things?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: do you have to be force sensitive to be able to use a lightsaber comfortably? So
0: I, the idea is, as I understand it. Um, And I think they've leaned towards this. They haven't explicitly stated it, but they've kind of like, if you put together the pieces from all these different things, is that to use a lightsaber prop, it is very, to use a lightsaber is incredibly difficult in part because it like, you know, it doesn't actually feel like it has any weight to it, but also it's because it's like, it has not sentience, but like there's something there that you need to like bond with or control. And if you have the force, that's like the main way to do it. But that Mandalorians, like, with enough training and enough, you know, willpower and enough just, like, pure hatred of the Jedi, hello, Dark Side, um hmm. were able to learn how to use it in a way that, like, could make them almost the equals of of some Jedi. So I think that's the idea okay. of it. And that it's, like, it, it, it's not just the training. It's also the, you have to come to the kind of Zen state that's kind of like a Jedi in terms of, like, being the one will. with the, the lightsaber.
1: It sounds okay. like training to me, too. But, like, not just, like... Raw skill. My hand right. goes here. My foot goes here. Kind of training. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's Mental. But I mean, like
0: willpower, all that kind of training. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It's more inner. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, which
1: is a part of of most martial arts training. Like it's it's usually not just like here's how my foot goes. Here's how my hand goes. Right. You know.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that because I think you know because he, what he needs to learn how to do is to do something that would kind of replicate the force. I don't think a mm. Jedi could teach him that.
1: Because they just be like, oh. just use the force. Well, oh. my counterpoint would be um, rebels, but I, I don't know if you want to go too into it. Oh yeah, like, no, that's right. Yeah, he does. Some, he does train her to
0: use that somewhat. Okay, yeah, so that's so. fair.
2: Maybe with having Grogu back, he'll have like more right? of a reason.
1: Maybe, yeah. I- I did really enjoy Grogu Baggins. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, in terms,
2: I said that in the last oh, episode. Did? I was like, I think he's making him Mithra. Yeah, him. exactly. And I'm so glad that that's exactly what I ended exactly, up happening.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> v- v- Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, the choice between, you know, the lightsaber mm-hmm. and the Mando armor, basically, um, you know... I I feel like Luke could potentially be a better sort of Jedi who doesn't necessarily buy into the whole attachment Mm -hmm. thing in the same way. Because Luke literally defeated the Emperor by utilizing his attachment, by playing on that. And I guess Darth Vader failed and then became Anakin because of his attachments. Right. But like he... Anakin came back to the good, to the light side, right? Because of his attachment.
2: Eventually. To Luke. Yeah,
1: eventually. At a fair point. How much bad had to happen, point, though. Right. But it's like, yeah. you know, so I, I feel like Luke really buying into the whole, oh, you can't have any attachments. And then also Ahsoka kind of echoing that yeah, herself.
0: That especially I had a problem I, I
1: with. I don't really buy it. I mean, I guess with Luke, it could be like, okay. I'm the last Jedi, oh wait, there's some other Jedis, but then, okay, I don't know, they're out in space, yeah. like, in some time warp with these space whales, but like, <laughs> you know, thinking he was the last Jedi and wanted to continue training or, or learn how to train people, you know, he's probably chatting a lot with uh, Force Ghost Yoda, right? And right. like, Yoda's probably like, oh, it's mm-hmm. gotta be like this, and or this way it has yeah. to be, but like...
2: Hand up at the back, but wouldn't Yoda have known, like, Grogu would have known everybody since he was at the temple during right. the 66th, and so if he's talking to, like, Force well, Yoda, why wouldn't, why wouldn't he be like, hey, to... man, can you tell me about, or even have Yoda oh. tell him I, I, about I think Grogu. it's a
0: combination yeah. of, he was too young, like, I mean, how much do you remember from when you were, like, one or two years old? <clears throat> but also, well, Yoda well, was... right? Oh, sure.
1: Luke could talk to Yoda.
0: Oh, yeah, Exactly. Right. And that's what I yeah. like.
2: I'm talking like yeah. talking
0: to Force. Okay. Yeah, that's that make, Yeah.
2: So I, to m- it would Luke. Luke got a real weird like interview with the vampire thing. He was like, I'm going to give you the choice that I never had. Right. But like, he chose to yeah. be a Jedi. It was just a very weird yeah, scene. Yeah.
1: I, I will just say that the one thing that I did like there um, was that Luke gave him a choice. Yes. I don't like that it's like yeah. a either or it's binary right kind but it's better absolute. than a, a non-binary than yeah, a, a, a you yeah. know it's like you can do this or you can do this as opposed to be like no you're gonna do this we kidnapped you from your parents and now you're gonna be one of us yeah and like maybe <laughs> somewhere the jedi did that more but like mm-hmm. i don't think we usually saw it right it was kind of just assumed oh you're force sensitive you'll be a jedi and we will take yeah. you from your parents when you are young
2: yeah it was very Lestat about yeah. it. I think here, here's the thing, and I think
1: the, I don't want to go
0: too far back into the last episode. Well, actually, no, it's fine because I mean, that's what the whole season's about. Well, it plays
1: into Grogu's decision yeah. here, I think.
0: First, just a cool, one small thing about Grogu it was silly, but the forced jump into Mando's arms was just so yes. ridiculously adorable. I loved it. That, like, how do you not love it? He loved
2: it. I... Mando seeing him on the back and being like, right. What are you doing here?
0: <laughs> I, I feel like here's kind of what's happening with Luke is that. And I'm frustrated by it because it feels like a little bit like they're painting in two broad strokes and not leaving room for nuance. In that, what, what I kind of see happening is in the extended universe books, Luke becomes almost a demigod. Like, there's just book after book where he just is wonderful and great and raises the Jedi in good ways and, fi- and maybe makes some mistakes, but always fixes them, always triumphs. And, like, you know, I think for that reason, a lot of the fans came to think of Luke as just this, like, awesome, wonderful, can do no wrong character. Now, again, I, I am – there are many reasons to disagree with the character choices he makes in Last Jedi, and I'm not saying you have to be that or or even reopening that can of worms in the slightest, but I I think that one of the reaction, I think one of the reasons why some people were so upset by Last Jedi is because of that kind of, like, this is not – the and I, those comments were ones you saw all the time of, like, this is not the Luke from the extended universe, this is not my hero Luke that I've had for the last 30 years. And so on the one hand, like, I would love to get to see – I think, Paul, when you and I were talking about Last Jedi and how we just see it very differently, I think one of the things I was suggesting was what if maybe we'd seen more of Luke, like, not being perfect and, like, having some some mistakes he makes. And so on the one hand, you'd think I would like this, but it felt way too extreme. You know, it felt like Mm. they were being – they were kind of like, all right, not only are we going to punk Boba Fett, but all y'all have way too much of an idea of Luke being super, super, super Luke. So we're going to punk the hell out of him too. Mm. And like his whole Jedi school was a failure to begin with. And that, 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 yeah, that didn't work to me. I liked him. And, and maybe in the, so in the Ahsoka show, we're going to get her talking to him and like helping him to learn how to do things better. But I, I, I just, I, I, I like the idea that we get to a point where Luke doesn't know it all so that Luke's actions with Kylo Ren can be seen as part of the same arc. But this just felt like him being so locked into that attachment is wrong. It, it just made no sense to
1: me. This isn't the story you wanted to see that leads into that. Basically, it, it, right? It,
0: it's not that story I want to see. But also, I just i I don't think it's a good story. I just think it's mm. it's like it, it. just feels like a massive overcorrection. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. I, I no. It's Sorry. Like, I I feel some sort of uneasiness. Mm-hmm. Like I loved the end of season two of yeah. Mandalorian. And here I really enjoyed parts of of the, you know, the Luke and Grogu training. Um but like I have this uneasiness of like if they're actually working back towards the postquels in the sequel series trilogy, like I'm just not here for that. Yeah. And like as they get closer there, I'm like at some point I'm going to have to figure out where the exit is, you know. And it yeah. and I do, I do think that it wouldn't necessarily make me happier, but if they do, kind of find a way to tell a story where there's this kind of like evolution to get to that point, mm-hmm. I think I think that's something worth doing, yeah. you know. And I mean, that could be a fifteen-year project. I mean, there's a lot of time that passes between. This is like five or six years after, right? Yeah, um, uh,
0: nine, nine years. Nine years after the Battle of Yawin. so uh, Yavin's
1: so like yeah, five Yawin. years
0: after the fall of the Death right. Empire. Right.
1: So, you know, so then there's what another 50, I don't know how old Ray is supposed to be, or actually, I guess that's not even, I think it's kind of unclear, right? Like how much yeah. time actually passes, mm-hmm. um, between the original trilogy and, uh, the sequel trilogy. Um, I guess maybe it's like 30 something years, right? It's like, it's a longer period yeah. of time. So you can tell a lot of story in that time. Yeah. Right. Um, And maybe that's what they intend to do. Maybe they also intend to do, like, a multiverse, kind of the timeline splits, depending on whether Ezra grabs a circle or doesn't. (laughs) I don't know. But, like, I I feel like the smaller stories are very interesting to me. And as it kind of tries to get back into those more large, like, Mm -hmm. struggle for the galaxy, I have concerns yeah. I guess is what I would say.
0: And that's kind of where I wanted to go with that question. I, and first of all, will just say, Paul, just to be clear on that, I, I agree. I'm not saying that I want the story of how Luke got there. I, I was just saying okay. as a thought experiment oh, that right. I think yeah, for yeah. some folks, if you knew more about that, if we knew more about that, then how Luke gets to where he was with Kylo would make more sense. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I feel like there's just... We all have the Luke we want. There's no way to tell a story that's going to make everyone happy. I mean, you don't make tell a story to make For everyone sure. happy, but like, yeah.
1: It's... And if
0: you do, cast a damn actor. Stop with the uncanny valleyness of
1: it.
2: I thought it looked. good. I really think it's good. fine. It doesn't
1: bother me. Okay, but I. I
2: it doesn't bother me. I do me think at all. that
1: if yeah that there probably is an extent to which they're like, well, we don't want to show his face too much or like, right. you know, we can't have a whole series of this or whatever that I think at some point it's like, it is going to be an impediment to something. And it's like, we have Sebastian Stan, like he's yeah. on deck. He's ready to go. Mark Hamill signed off on him. Let's do it. He
2: really is. He really is. He's, he's busy. If you haven't been watching Tommy, oh. and <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to see that much of in star Wars. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. If you guys want to see an Empire <laughs> Strike Back, go watch Tommy and Pam. Uh, like
0: light, lightsabers are exposed, <laughs> as I understand it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, and I, I, I very much agree with that. I think in some ways it, it's the voice that was throwing me more than the the visual effect, but okay. I, but also,
1: I'm just like don't replace human workers with machines. <laughs> like, you know, like... Well, there's still a human worker there. Come on. They've yeah. got two human workers. I
0: know. They're I know. using twice
1: as many humans.
0: <laughs> okay, it's better then.
1: Also, um, do we have to be so anti-droid? Anyway, uh, go ahead.
0: Anyway. I just did the, I just did the Matrix Fendo episode was. yesterday. Save it for that. Uh, oh. Which, Paul, you had the chance to be on. You didn't, so... I did. I you, did. You, you missed your chance on droids. No, so... Well... Uh, que- That's that kind of get back rumble, to the question rumble. I was going to ask. and I, I, From you, at least, Paul, I think where you're leaning, but... <laughs> We got to the end of season two of Mandalorian, and one thing I think we all said was that, um, you know, that, like, we were sad to see Grogu go, but it was kind of time for Grogu to go. Like, he was just too powerful. His story was too big. And we kind of liked that Mando was going to be back onto his own. How are we feeling about now that
2: Grogu is back? Super, super happy. Yeah, I didn't want two different stories. Yeah,
1: I, I, I could have done with, like, a season of Mando on his own mm-hmm. after we f- the way we finished season two of Mando. That would have been fine. Yeah. Now that they're back together, I'm like, this feels right. Yeah, like, that's fair.
2: <laughs> it feels right. Like. That's what Book of like, was And, like, you know,
1: before. Grogu can, like, <laughs> do stuff on purpose now. Yeah. You know? Like, I really enjoyed those two things. It was, you know, <laughs> the, the like, deus ex Grogu, Grogu. But, like, it wasn't entirely, right? Yeah. It was, like, it was, like... It was more of a shared, it was a big battle against a lot of enemies. And then my, honestly, maybe my favorite part in the whole episode and like maybe in the season is when Grogu has the Rancor take a nap and then yeah. sits down next to him and takes a yeah. nap. And yeah. it's like, that's <laughs> how, that's how force Jedi sleep. should have done. Like they're all yeah. going around cutting off people's arms. It's like, you have the force. Just, just tell people to take a nap. You know, yeah. you are getting sleepy. this is not the consciousness you are looking for like you know and and so i just i enjoyed that and that it was kind of like a you know a Mm non-violent end to the to the conflict there
0: yeah i think it makes sense like i i think in an ideal world i would love to keep seeing man like mando is his own you know mando and, and boba fett are doing like small level things and then eventually we get some sort of big team up thing again and so grogu and mandalorian are reunited I think it's going to be like, there's just so much cuteness and so much, so much interesting story to tell as well as like, you know, we now have another force user who's been like, no, thanks Jedi. Um, right. You know? So I, yeah. I think there's going to be some really interesting stuff that, that we go there. Oh, uh, we wish you had a related question. Um, oh, questions. Evan Gundy wrote in, I'd like to hear thoughts on Boba and Fennec moving forward. And if they'll pop in on other shows, thanks. Well, thank you, Evan.
2: Um, What do y'all think? I mean, I feel like they owe it to Boba and Fennec to have them pop in, in Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian at this point. Uh, but I don't know if it'll be the next season, but I don't know. I don't know. It depends on where we're going. I think they're
1: definitely going to show up somewhere again, at some point, whether it's Mandalorian season three, probably not in Kenobi. Um, but like maybe in the Ahsoka show, um, and, uh, yeah, now I have the itchy and scratchy theme with like the Ahsoka and Grogu show going through my head, <laughs> which <laughs> I would watch that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like their relationship mm-hmm. with one another. I really enjoyed, I think it was episode four when she was like, oh, I'll, I'll stick around for a bit, you know? And, and like here, it seems like they've sort of won Tatooine, but they're like, sh- should we stay here? Like, is yeah. this what we should be doing? Maybe not. Yeah. Like. I don't think, I, think we I don't think they're going to be bounty hunters again. But like, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Cobb Vanth is going to be more of a, you know, not a mayor, but like sort of be the new daimyo and mm-hmm. and you know, Boba and Fennec are going to piece out. I don't know. Like, Boba also is the son of a, a Mandalorian foundling, right? Like mm-hmm. that's Jango's backstory, mm-hmm. and you know, Bo Katan still wants to take over Mandalore. Reclaim Mandalore I feel like that's going to be A big thing at some point And I would see It would seem natural If Boba's involved in that Potentially You know it could It could So I think that they might Show up there again And I really just enjoy The dynamic of the two of them Yeah Um, And you know I'm looking forward to seeing it again In the future (laughs)
2: If I had watched that cutscene, I would have known that maybe Oliphant um, right. was still alive and loved. He's the perfect person to take over Tatooine. Right. That makes perfect sense. Or, right. you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whatever what part they're going to call is. it. Yeah, I think and it maybe really he'll
1: work. have some Darth Vader kind of armor. Not literally mm-hmm. Darth Vader, but like if he's getting sort of rebuilt, like maybe he'll get rebuilt in a way that's a little more blaster resistant. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Uh, Liz Crossan also wrote in. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Crossin, Liz Crossan wrote in. Uh, Given all the history between the Trandoshans and the Wookiees, I was so happy to get to see Crossin kick ass of the lizard people. Um, which I, and I realized I, I someone else had reminded me earlier. Um, we, we in that in that episode a while back where Crossin is like fighting with he just kind of just gets mm. up and starts beating up the Trandoshans, and you don't really know why and then they're like look we'll pay off your bar right. tab just set the guy down and they're like nah i'm just going to rip his arm <laughs> out instead um, yeah. there's actually a long history from the clone from the clone wars shows and some of the books uh, that the trandoshians basically like hunted wookies for sport and like mm. loved to like you know would like kidnap Ooh. them and take them to these like hunting planets and like the trandoshians were very involved in the slave trade of Wookiees. so like yeah, Wookiees have a, like, legit beef with Trandoshans. So, yeah, I I appreciate Liz's comment here about, like, yeah, it was kind of, like, and at first, like, when you watch all the Trandoshans just, like, pile on him, like, holding mm-hmm. him down, I think it's because they're trying to capture him to, like, do the slave stuff oh. with him. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, it was kind of fun just knowing that history, but, like, just that scene where he's, like, just dragging them through the streets as they're trying to hold him down was yeah. so good. <laughs>
2: He has one of my favorite scenes in it when he when he sh- throws the one and then shoots it in right. the air. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that
1: was a so very good ever- yeah, part. Is. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's some very good context for that um, that it's, conflict.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you to both of y'all for writing in. Um, another little thing that I just loved uh, at one point, uh, Boba is talking to Cad Bane. I think in that first confrontation, he says, "I do go." Yeah, excuse me. I don't negotiate with gutless murderers, and, <laughs> and Kat Bain basically says the like Star Warsy things version of "That's the pot calling the kettle black,"
1: right, right, which I
0: kind of yeah. love. Like five years ago, he's making deals it with Darth great. Vader, like and Jabba. Right, Hutt. right,
1: exactly. Um, and and I mean, Fennec Shand, his master assassin, is literally a gutless <laughs> killer. So
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, gut- gutless on, literally. Yeah, no, yeah, that's
2: fair. Literally. That's fair mind That's your fair. words
1: i mean she literally got her guts cut out and replaced by yep. mechanical okay yeah now that i've explained the joke it's much funnier it's
2: like m- meanwhile the rancor is wreaking havoc down in Sounder tatooine <laughs> <laughs> there were so many things that yeah i just definitely.
0: loved <laughs> all right any other last things you wanted from the episode you want to bring up or dive into
1: I've got two uh, little things. One, the jetpacks I thought were really w- well used uh-huh. until they weren't, and they're were just like, yeah, we're not going to use the jetpacks anymore.
2: I was like, why are right? you running? Why my are you theory running?
1: Is that they only have so much fuel? Maybe that would be the only way that could at all explain like why they use their jetpacks effectively, yeah. and then they just completely stop using them because it, it makes no sense. Um, right. But and then the Ugh. other like my favorite little totally almost irrelevant. Um, moment was at the end when, when boba and fennec are walking down the street and it feels very much like um that scene in Ipmon where afters like had this duel and like everyone's like, oh here, have some of these, have some of these. Oh, oh yeah. no, it's on the house. Um and someone gives uh I think gives Boba a Meluron, right? Mm-hmm. Which he then gives to Chris Anton. Yeah. And then the dude wants some and,
0: yeah, they, and they call it a Melo, yeah.
1: is not going to show. They, what?
0: <laughs> I think they oh, oh no you're right.
1: Mel I, I think it's a me-
0: yeah, it, it sounds like melon, but yeah, I think it, meluron. You're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the you know the pivotal fruit from uh, from rebels.
0: Oh yes, that's right, that's right. Okay.
1: And they had they had shown these. They'd like knocked over a basket or a cart of melurons earlier. Um, and I want there to be like a, a my yeah. cabbages me- <laughs> meme in Star Wars yes. going forward. Whenever something gets knocked over, it's always melurons. It's like oh my melurons. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Anyway.
0: That would have been great. That would have been great.
1: It's the small things.
0: Yeah. I I definitely agree with the the jetpacks. Like I was thinking before when you were talking about like people coming back, I think one thing the Star Wars universe sometimes has trouble with is they introduce a power and then you're sort of like, okay, but why don't people just use that power force anything.
1: You know, like... Right, like Force Speed in yeah. the Phantom Menace.
0: Force Speed, or like all these Force, <laughs> go- all these yeah. Force ghosts coming back to like, like Luke could have all these people. I mean, granted, it's only like right.
1: he's got a whole whole faculty. Like
0: Qui Gon could be coming back. Obi Wan could be, good. yeah. So anyway,
1: yeah. No, um, it's it's true. It's true. Yeah.
0: So I, I mean, kind of overall, I'd say like I enjoyed this show. I think I think of it as yeah. season three of the Mandalorian. I'm like, and Filoni said mm-hmm. that this you should think of it as kind of season two point right. five. I think it's the weakest of the three, um, and I think, but I think it definitely had some great moments. I think it had a lot of things that I really enjoyed.
2: Yeah, and I it like certainly makes me now tied still in very story. interested to see where all this go. more these characters than just go. standalone stories. Because yeah, I love a team up. I feel like that's where they went wrong with Defenders. Is I guess they had that taken from them and they weren't allowed to make anymore. But if earlier they had just started to make a Defenders show and then have everybody weave in and right. out of the episodes, they did it with Luke Cage. Uh, With Iron Fist showing up, and I honestly feel like that episode of Luke Cage with Iron Fist was the best we ever saw him. So I don't mind that so much. I I mean, Paul and I were talking about
0: how, like, there's been these ensemble TV shows, like uh, The the Clone Wars is a great example, but also uh, Justice League Unlimited, uh, where just, like, it's not about any one character. It's about this group of people. And sometimes mm, you have a Batman yeah. character arc. And so you just go with Batman for yeah. a couple episodes. And then he asks Wonder Woman to help him figure something out. And we go off with Wonder Woman for two episodes. Like, I, I'm okay with Mando League Unli- Unlimited, you know? And, like, just tell us the stories you want to tell.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it it's, At some points in execution, it just didn't yeah. quite click for me 100%. But it, I, I like where they're going with it. I like the idea of how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, I also, actually, I think this show had the least of things that I really disliked.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Compared I felt to Mando that too. to. Yeah. You know? You weren't around for, like, a couple of episodes, but oh, the yeah. ones that you were, we were like, we're okay with this. Yeah,
1: yeah. And there, there wasn't any episode that was like, oh, no. You know, I just really, yeah. n- no. Whereas both seasons of Mando had, had things that I really didn't like, you know?
2: The ice spiders will always stand oh, out Oh, yes, that, yeah. that's
1: a standout moment. Um, but, like... Maybe the best things, my favorite things in Mando, yeah, are, are 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 higher than this. So this was kind of more like a lower variance. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed each episode, you know, every week. Like, after the first week, I said, oh, maybe I'll just wait and watch all of the episodes at the end. Nope. I watched all the episodes (laughs) at roughly midnight when they came out on the West Coast, you know? And it just, it was a show that made me want to do that. And there was never an episode that made me not want to do that. So, um, yeah. So I just, I enjoyed it a lot. You know, it's not like my favorite show ever, but like, I feel like I got what I wanted from it, you know? And I'm looking forward to whatever the next thing is. Yeah.
0: Agreed. And frankly, I'm just... I'm just so happy we have Star Wars content, you know, especially after sure, because yeah. like, I think this is going to be one of three or possibly even four Star Wars shows we're getting this year. Um, they just said wow. that Obi Wan mm-hmm. is going to start in May. Uh, I think we're getting uh, quite possibly, um, uh, oh God, I can't remember his name, but the the uh, awesome uh, the awesome character Andor? from uh, Andor, Andor, yeah, we're probably we may be getting Diego Andor. Lord. Or we may be getting Ahsoka or and then we're probably gonna, we're definitely going to get Mando season three, I think, at the end of this year. So, mm. yeah, just a lot of a lot of great content. So bring it on. We'll baby. be there. Bring we'll it. be there. Um, Anyway, so thank you both so much. Um, Paul, tell us about the Zen Madman and what Zen Madman's up to.
1: Uh, the Zed Madman is still not using the Zen Madman's right arm. Okay. But, um, is not constantly in pain anymore. So that's nice. That's a plus. Um, That's good. And may start actually making more other types of content. I'm, I'm playing around with an idea of doing, um, like a series of videos called, uh, poker and podcasts Mm -hmm. or vice versa and basically just sitting around playing poker while listening to old podcast episodes so if people think that sounds like a fun idea oh and then i'll comment on them and be like i can't believe i said that back then yeah (laughs) or like of
2: your own yeah 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 Yeah.
1: i mean maybe other people's too yeah um if people think that's a terrible idea i'm also open to hearing that I like arguing with myself, though. So. It
2: remind Did you see Bo Burnham's last special? It reminds me of the thing where he did a video, and then he goes back in another videos of him criticizing the video that he just did, <laughs> and then on and so forth, and it keeps happening. Just make sure it doesn't yeah. turn into that,
1: or make sure it does turn into that, right?
2: and you make millions <laughs> what i want of to know is can
0: you find a comp- like i'm happy you use the whole episode but or can you find a computer program where you basically like just cut out everything i say except like the last you always go to like the last sentence of what i say where it's like a question for you or like the end of my point and then you just get like all the things paul said <laughs> that could be fun uh actually what about you what have you been up to these days
2: uh i am always on the mcu cast uh Trivia on Twitch has started back up. That's drannapeta.com slash TV, whatever on Twitch. We're around. Not Ooh, too much. Cool. A little quiet. Peacemaker, I guess. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What I we- am yeah. loving Peacemaker. I'm sad this I'm is over. I'm loving Peacemaker so much more <laughs> than
0: I thought I would. Um, it is so it good. Is, it is just so good. It's so, there's so many concerns I had about it in terms of the the content and what I like it. And it's just, it, it's just blowing me away. So definitely check out Peacemaker. Um you know, please uh, thank you so much for listening in. We're going to get back to our coverage of rebels uh, starting next week. We got a couple ex- episodes in the can, so I might put out two or three episodes in a week or two. Um, but definitely check that out. Check out over on the uh, Panda Vision. Ashley's doing a lot of great stuff there, as she mentioned. Um, my episodes with Matt Carroll on what is probably in my top three of Star Trek shows. Uh, like, I think I think my favorite three Star Trek shows are Next Generation, uh, DS Nine, and Orville. And we're covering Orville, Uh, so we're doing a lot of great content there. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on in superhero ethics. But mostly, we want to know what you think. What do you think of this season? Uh, What do you think of this this episode? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you sad about where they're going with Boba? Sad about where they're going with Luke? Do you love it? Let us know. If you go to theethicalpanda.com, you'll find all our contact information. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Just send me an email. Whatever makes sense for you. I'm Matt, myself, Paul, Ashley. Thank you all so much for listening in, and have a great day.
1: Bye. My me Lurons! <laughs>